Welcome to Slow Seasons, a podcast to nurture the creative journey, particularly if you are in the beginning stages of your creative practice or transitioning from a traditional job into working for yourself. I'm your host, Marsha Barron, artist, designer, creative entrepreneur. You can find my work online on my website at marshabarondesign.com and on Facebook and Instagram at marshabarondesign. You can also follow this podcast on Instagram at Slow Seasons Podcast. If you've been thinking of starting your own podcast, there is no better time than now to check out Anchor. Anchor is an easy-to-use, straightforward podcast recording platform that anyone can use, beginners and experienced podcasters alike. I've been using Anchor for two months now and can say there is no other platform I'd rather use. Visit anchor.fm to start your podcast today for free. Attention Tucson locals, the fall Made in Tucson market is coming up and I will be a featured artist. Come by to say hi and do some holiday shopping with me and over 150 plus other local artists and makers on Sunday, November 27th, 2022 from 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. This is a one day only event that you won't want to miss. We will be located on 7th Street, west of 4th Avenue. Look for Marsha Baron Design Studio. Can't wait to see you. Hello, welcome back to Slow Seasons. Today we have a special guest, Myra Loretto. Yes. Is that how you want me to? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Myra Loretto, owner of local Tucson small business called Flor Sin Retonio. Myra offers beautiful handcrafted brooms, hand poured candles, and sustainable ritual tools charged and blessed and ready to use in your home and altar. And you can find her on Instagram at flor.sin.retonio. So that's F-L-O-R dot S-I-N dot R-E-T-O-N-O and purchase her products on flodsinretonio.com and I'll also add those links um, in the episode notes so you can click on those and follow her um, and purchase some of her little goodies because they are amazing. Flodsinretonio in English means a flower without sprout or bloom. The phrase comes from a bolero made famous by Pedro Infante. The song is about a flower, which is in reference to a woman whom he loved and cared about. He watered her every day with the aim of finding out if they had, if what they had was real. But because he rejected it for a few days, the flower never bloomed and died. So that's the, the background of her business name. So we have Myra here today. Welcome, Myra. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Of course. Do you want to tell us a little bit about um, your business and like the background of it? Mm, where do I start? <laughs> so uh, I kind of have the about me, like, and I'm sure you saw on my page mm-hmm. on my website. But yeah, so this started probably, I mean, since I was young, but just like how you've said in your, your podcast, you kind of put who you are, you know, you, you push it down mm-hmm. and you try to make yourself into somebody that you're, you're really not because you want to be accepted socially. Right. Mm-hmm. So a lot of that stuff was pushed away, but I was, I was raised, um, with seeing my mom, 
you know, bring somebody over, they do limpias and, mm -hmm. you know, we, we wouldn't be there, um, when we were younger and then we'd come back and the house would be smelling all weird and we're like, what the <laughs> hell is that? You know? And, and we'd, you know, later as we grew up, we found out what it really was. So it was really neat, um, just to kind of have that. And, and she opened up a little bit more to us, me and my sisters, as we were older, like teens, mm -hmm. um, and then we found out that, you know, now as, as I've become more in tune with the, my gift mm -hmm. and I know this is what I should be doing. Uh, my mom, she's opened up to me as well that, you know, my Nana even did some of that stuff. Yeah. So mm -hmm. it goes back, you know, further than that. So it's been really cool to kind of unpeel that. That is really cool. Yeah. yeah. Can you um, explain a little bit what Olympia is for those who might be listening who don't know what that means? Sure. Yeah. So Olympia is like a cleansing. So you can do that with a huevo, which is like the egg. Um, you can do it with herbs rosemary um usually you're gonna do it with like fresh mm -hmm. herbs yes. and then you're using you know florida water or um holy water mm -hmm. that kind of stuff um but really there i mean it's just it there's a lot that goes into that but yeah that, that's kind of what olympia is and usually you want to do it in private so that's why when we were younger my mom would you know tell my dad take them and we'd go i don't know where but you know go for a drive and get ice cream or something yeah. but you know um yeah that that's basically what olympia is it's something very sacred very private mm -hmm. um yeah and the goal with olympia is like to remove like negative energies and stuff like that right yes to so cleanse yes much. so the point is is you know if you're feeling yeah, if you're feeling heavy, if you're feeling attacked, mm -hmm. um, let's say you have an interaction with somebody and you just feel it, like it's just yes, lingering like it on you mm -hmm. and you know, okay, something's wrong or, you know, even things start going bad in your life, you mm -hmm. you you can definitely do yourself Olympia. You can do it on yourself or you can have somebody do it for you, um, like like us, like, you know, witches or a solitary witch or somebody that, that you trust, like, you know, and I'm sure... <laughs> A bunch of people in town, I'm sure, especially here in Arizona, you know, they yeah. they have their nanas and they have their family members that, that do it too. Yeah. Nobody just talks about it. I noticed that there's, it seems like there's a lot of people who do that here in Tucson mm -hmm. versus like where I was in California. Because I grew up in California and that was kind of like, well, I grew up Catholic and then, and I went to Catholic middle school, Catholic high school. And my family was Catholic, but my grandma did limpias too. She would do it with um, mm -hmm. like the grandmother willow type tree. Mm -hmm. So she'd do that and and yeah, you sweep yeah, it you off sweep of you. It. Uh -huh. I'm like doing this motion. I'm like, yeah. wait, I'm recording the audio. <laughs> no one can see but, this. Uh, no one can see this. <laughs> but you would just like do like a sweeping motion mm -hmm. all over your body, and then you slap yourself with yeah, it too. Yeah, exactly. Slap it kind of like a little whip, and then yeah. she she'd have us like throw it over our shoulder. I think like our right shoulder. I don't remember because uh -huh. I was younger. Um, and then we just walk home because we do it like there's like a willow tree like down the street from where i live mm. so we go there do it there I love and that. just throw it and then just walk home but she'd say okay when you're walking home don't look back, don't look back. like just continue mm -hmm. walking until we get home yeah so i've done that since i was i don't even know how old it was maybe like seven or eight years old so that's when i was exposed to that that's awesome but it was always kind of like she would do that but then we also had this aunt who was married into a family who was a witch and everyone called her, oh, that's my aunt, the witch. <laughs> but, but she was kind of like outcasted from the family, I think because of those Catholic roots as well. And then 
later on when I was older, they would always say, oh, that my mom was a witch, but mm. not in a positive way. Mm. So it was always kind of like that, that weird, I guess, dichotomy, like bad, e- like evil, good, yeah. not evil. Yeah. Like, where's that line and stuff like that? But no one ever did anything like negative or anything with yeah. that gift, yeah. you know, in my family. And it goes back further than my grandma, too. Her mom was, like, a curandera, and she also, she was, like, a midwife, too. And people would go to her for healing, mm. like, natural healing. And I actually have, I, I have this book. It's called Green Witch, and I was reading it. Mm-hmm. And they have, like, instructions how to make a little, um, like, a red sachet, and you put little herbs and stuff in it for mm-hmm. healing and whatever. And I was like, I still have that red sachet that my great grandma made oh that's amazing (laughs) and i i mean i always knew about it but i never read it in an actual book from someone outside of the family okay so when i read that i was like wow that really just it's a thing makes that concrete you know (laughs) yeah that it's not just our family and they're always so in denial of like we're not witches we're not but i'm like um it's right here in this book so yeah and there there is that whole like you said economy and but also i think for example, like my mom, like, mm-hmm. um, my dad will say, yeah, stand con las brujare, like, like oh, yeah. or witchcraft. And my mom's like, we're not brujas. Like, yeah. because brujas, when you really go back to history, mm-hmm. they are categorized as bad in uh-huh. the Mexican culture. Yes. Um, whereas a curandera, a healer is something that, mm-hmm. yeah, like you said, you somebody you go to when you need right. something, a working, a trabajo. But yeah, brujas are definitely have that negative, mm-hmm. um, aspect to them for sure yeah um so it, it you now it's obviously different because everybody yeah yeah now it's say. more trendy yes exactly so, now it's like yeah i'm a bruja uh-huh, i'm a witch uh-huh. but yeah it's, <laughs> it's not really that it's just that you're you're in tune you're yeah. spiritual you you know which herbs and what to pick up and what mm-hmm. to create you're using your own intuition your own don't your own gift right, right? Uh-huh. so yeah that's pretty cool though yeah, but it's very interesting mm-hmm and i can like my family, we never talked about it. Um, Neither did mine. <laughs> we, there was, there was never like an aunt that was, you know, oh yeah, she does this stuff. Yeah, and it was never mm-hmm. like that. Um, but now, like I said, you know, as my mom has opened up to us, mm-hmm. like she, she, my mom's funny though, cause she'll just like, she'll throw it a little in there and she's like that person that she'll give you a little bite yeah. and then just stop talking and you're like, Could you, what? Yeah. Like tell yeah. us more and yeah. she doesn't. Um, but that's kind of how my mom works out. But it, so it's, it takes a little bit of digging to get stuff mm-hmm. out of her from our family history. But yeah, it's definitely, I think every family has that. Oh yeah. Yeah. For sure. Especially going back to older generations mm-hmm. when you start digging, mm-hmm. you're like, oh, okay, this stuff has been going on for a while. It's not just the newer generations. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. As you were talking though about the red sachet, my, when I was little, cause I was that kid that would open up everything mm-hmm. and because I wanted to see how it worked I wanted to see what was in it what how mm-hmm. it functioned and my um <laughs> my parents hated it I I remember they bought me a stereo when I was like in middle school and I opened that shit up because I'm like how the fuck does this cd thing turn yeah. and like I'm just taking things apart mm-hmm. but um when I was younger than that I I went through my mom's purse I'm th- I think it was her purse or either mm-hmm. my dad's drawer probably both of them 
but they had a red sachet. Oh yeah. And I cut it you, open. Yeah, yeah it. I I totally ruined that trabajo. <laughs> they were so pissed, but they didn't tell me obviously what I what it was. Yeah, because you're supposed to older. leave it. Yeah, closed, yeah, right? you don't <laughs> open that shit. I, I fucking ruined that. I was like, what's in here? And there's like copal and oh, yeah. you know all mm-hmm. kinds of little trinkets in there. And yeah, but that's kind of where I think it sparked. Like, what the hell is this stuff? And you know. Um, but yeah, that, when you were talking about it, totally brought me back to that moment. <laughs> Cause yeah. I totally remember like cutting it open <laughs> and yeah. seeing everything in it. So, yeah. and that's like the basis of your business, right? Of Sin Antonio. Mm-hmm. Like when you started, um, opening up to that more. Yeah. So is it more recent for you that you started accepting like that part of yourself? Um, yeah. So I did a little bit in high school. Um, I used to take tarot like a deck of tarot cards Mm -hmm. and I used to read them to my friends in high school um and I did a few spells in high school too I remember that um and then I kind of put it away Mm -hmm. um you know I met my my partner now and when I was a freshman in high school and he was a senior and that was a whole different thing but um in that I kind of lost that, you know, I kind of put it away. Like, you know, I don't need to be doing this and right. you know, that kind of stuff. And then, um, so maybe cause you were younger too at the time. Like, yeah. Or you're you younger, you're doing other stuff, yeah. you're going to concerts and you're, yeah. you know, you're doing all that kind of stuff with your friends, but, um, going to parties and whatnot. But, mm-hmm. um, yeah. So then when I graduated high school, I started working and then, um, I had my son at 21, so then, you know, motherhood kicks in, and that yeah. just becomes your whole world, and there's no need for any of that right. stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and we we had our own little journey as a couple, like, you know, young couple buying a house, not really knowing what the fuck you're doing, yeah. and, you know, you're, you're just trying to make everything work, right? Experimenting yeah, and trial and error. Yeah, trial and error, um, you know, doing all kinds of stuff to, you know, get money and pay debt off and all these things, right? Mm-hmm. So that we lost ourselves in that mm-hmm. journey. I can definitely say that for both of us. Um, so you can just imagine my gift was pushed even further away yeah, because I was yeah, trying yeah. to be somebody that I wasn't. Right. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. I went through that too. Oh, yeah. Everybody does. <laughs> uh-huh. We all have our journey. Uh-huh. Um, and you know, long story short, basically in 2015, Mm -hmm. we ended up getting a separation. And in that moment, when I became a single mom, I, I started to bring my gifts back. I started drawing my create, like all my creative stuff was coming back to me. So Mm -hmm. I started drawing again, I was doing portraits. um, And then that was kind of when I was like, okay, I'm gonna bring all this other stuff back. Mm-hmm. So I started, you know, getting my books out. Um, I bought a, a deck as well. Um, and I started, you know, doing spells. But all that was done in secret. Mm-hmm. I wasn't telling anybody about it. Right. Um, so we were separated for like six years. And in that was when I was able to kind of bring myself back to that person who I was before mm-hmm. I even met him. And that was a pivotal moment in my life because I was already going to turn... 30 and like everything had changed so but, like a lot of um like life like big life changes i guess kind of spurred it on yeah yeah, yeah for sure i mean especially when you you know you you have you're with somebody for over nine years mm-hmm. and your whole life becomes you know being with that person yeah, yeah. and you do you you lose yourself um 
a little bit, I think. And especially when you're trying to go after something that is not for you. Yeah. You know, the the universe is going to work its way and say, hey, like, it's going to keep reminding you, like, this isn't yeah, for yeah. you. What are you doing? Mm-hmm. And I think that when we separated, you know, the universe was telling us, like, you guys need to, to figure yourselves, yourselves out. Yourselves out first. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it was, it was really a gift. And, and then, you know, come 2020, we got back together. Mm-hmm. So we rekindled. And then that moment was when we got to really face our the reality of like, okay, you're who you are yeah. now, mm-hmm. and I'm who I am now, and nothing's gonna change that. And yeah, and guess what? I'm doing all this stuff. Yeah, <laughs> like, I do all this stuff now. Yeah. So that was the, but it was nice because he's supportive of it now. Like, yeah. He's like, okay, whatever. I don't want nothing to do with it. You do your own thing. Um, and same thing. I tell him, you know, he does whatever he wants. But yeah. But yeah, so that's kind of where that happened. So I want to say between like 2015 up to now was Mm -hmm. when I started to bring it all back up. Yeah, and it's a long journey. I know like from the outside looking in, I think people kind of see like your business, like your forward-facing business. They're like, okay, it's a year old or however long it's been, right? Mm -hmm. But they don't see like that backstory of since 2015. That's a long time. Like if you really lay it out, Mm -hmm. you know, it's it's like a little bit at a time it's not all of a sudden you wake up you're like I'm gonna start a business and it's gonna be called this and it's yeah no this this and that <laughs> yeah no and it definitely it comes in seasons just like yeah. the name of your podcast like slow seasons you have different seasons different landmarks in your journey and and I feel that everybody's life and this is my belief is that everybody's life is already predestined everything is already laid out we're just going through it Mm -hmm. and there are certain landmarks that make you who you are Mm -hmm. and um you know yeah it's 2015 when I started picking it back up but it goes back to high school and then it goes back to when I was younger and my mom would tell me like tienes algo like you have something Mm -hmm. like we don't know what it is but there's something about you because I used to see things and I tell her and she's just you know I don't know what she would do but you know as I grew up she would we would have our chats and I love that about the Mexican culture is that you you sit down sometimes on a Sunday for hours (laughs) just telling family stories and maybe a lot of families don't have that but we had that yeah and we still do that and you know you have your coffee and your bond and you're you're just talking yeah hearing stories you don't need a tv yeah no you just and and my mom and my dad would tell us things like you know that they did when they were younger or certain things that they're you know with their mom and it's it's really nice like to kind of hear that and that history but yeah, yeah and my mom would always bring that the stories up but when I would see premonitions and things like that and she just say it was weird you know what, what can you do but yeah so that's I interesting knew. I've had that too since I was a kid I don't know how old maybe three four years old yeah but it's something that's I've always been able to like see things mm-hmm. and not so much like auditory it's more like seeing for me I think um because I know other people have like auditory they'll, they'll send stuff for me it's more like visual mm. um but yeah since I was a kid too and my mom always knew too and I would sometimes change like oh I saw Jesus and she's like oh, I don't think she did like, <laughs> yeah but I just try to like change it because I was little I was like two or three or mm-hmm. four I don't know yeah um and even now too like uh my sister-in-law and her family their dog went missing and I try to like dog ESP him like show mm. me where you are even though he's in a different state, but I could see his little paws walking, uh-huh. and he was sniffing the ground, and I'm like, look up, so I could see the the street signs. <laughs> yeah, and, yeah. But he would just continue, 
like sniffing and walking. Oh, wow. But it's so weird. Like I could see neighborhoods and like this chain link fence and like a dirt yard. That's all I see now. So I'm like, I think someone has him because I every time I try to like ESP him or whatever, I just see that same yard. So I'm like, I'm pretty sure someone has him, mm. but I just don't know where or anything like any details. But mm-hmm. it's just weird. Like I just always have had that. That gift, and I kind of turned it off for a while too. I'm like, oh, I'm just gonna turn that switch off, and I don't want to deal with it anymore. It takes a lot of energy, like yeah. emotional. Yeah, you feel like it Ugh. drains you. Absolutely, it's it's it hard. Is. It's when you when you tune into that kind of you know energy. It, yeah, it definitely a lot of mental is. work and yeah. emotional work. Absolutely. So, and that's kind of why um, you know trailing off into another subject, but that's why I don't like doing markets. That's why uh-huh. I don't like. And I only do selling a couple of markets a year. Uh Yeah, because it's a lot of energy to make, to create so many of these products that I'm actually putting my intention in. Uh I know a lot of creatives put their intention, right? Like painting and, you know, pottery and all kinds of stuff, right? Everything has intention. But when it's like this, where it's a trabajo, Uh it's a working for that person it takes a, it, it's a lot of like you said it's a lot of mental energy it it's it's it it, it can takes extra time for drain. sure yes oh yes yes yeah. it's it's not just a okay you know i made that and it's done like no there's there's steps that go into yeah. it right mm-hmm. so that's kind of why i don't i don't like doing markets they're they're fun but it's not the kind of stuff that it's not the place where my stuff is going to sell. Yeah. And that's not what I'm trying to do anyways. Yeah. Um, I think it's a very personal thing. And that's good that you're, that you're aware of that because now you can say no to the things that you know is not for you and your business mm-hmm. and only say yes to the things that you know, okay, this goes with what I'm trying to do. Right. And you're just, you're more aware of that, more conscious. Mm-hmm. That's good. For sure. Yeah. Especially this early in your in your business it's been around for about a year right yeah it's funny because it was in october when i started so last year and i didn't even like i don't even remember the day it was like Mm -hmm. i'm not like that like i'm not like you know today we turn one year like i'm I'm just like whatever i'm just going like you know i know i have to think about it then later i'm like oh wait it's been a year now (laughs) yeah it's about to be a year now and i'm not very um like i have the social media i have instagram but i don't like to post very often Mm -hmm. um I, it's that is a whole other thing oh, where yeah. it's so draining it's it's a lot of energy it's a lot of time um and then especially working with the platforms like ig like it's just it's awful like when you're trying to create reels and stuff like oh yeah it's, it's that's just another a lot. thing too like if if people who are listening that don't have businesses and don't have to deal with that like from the outside it looks yeah, flawless. Easy you know? peasy. Yeah, you just oh, you just hit a button and you type a quick little cute <laughs> quote, no. and it's it's a lot. It's a lot of planning. Like you have to have a whole calendar just for that. It's a whole job. <laughs> it, it really is. It totally is. Uh-huh. Um, it it takes a lot of effort. And I look at all these other you know accounts and major props to these other local businesses that mm-hmm. post. Day in and day out, you know, the hours of part, hours of part. I'm like, I don't know how you, like, I almost want to reach out. Like, are you okay? Like, <laughs> you know, I, I want to reach out to them and say, do you need like anything? Know. <laughs> you know, do you need and to rent a little the bit? Take like, forever. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. So like, <gasps> even just creating is a lot of energy. That is a whole other work, you oh, know, yeah. job. Mm-hmm. And then to actually update your IG. So I don't. 
I don't put so much effort into Instagram like other businesses and, and like right. I said major props to other people that that do have the capacity and have that that strength and that vitality to do that because I do not I know I give props um, to people who do weekend every single weekend that yes. are in the market or yes. every, or like two days back to back I'm like yes I don't know how you are doing this or if you're human right <laughs> but like for me I can't I just cannot do that yeah I, I can do maybe two or three per year max and then I'm I'm done <laughs> Mm-hmm. It takes a lot out yeah. of you, and and yeah, once I'm sure once you keep doing it, you know you get your rhythm, and it, it you becomes do, easier. But it's, still, oh, it's it's a lot. <laughs> it's draining for me. I think energetically more than absolutely because like, I'm like yeah, and especially for people who like us that that you know we we are spiritual. We're in tune with our gifts and. Um, we know we can pick up on people's energy, whether it's in person or whether yeah. it's on uh-huh. IG or anywhere. Right. Yeah. And when you're in front of so many people, like, and, and I, I've talked to so many creators here in town and, and they tell me like, yeah, you're right. Like you, you go home and you feel a certain way and well, why? Mm-hmm. Because you literally have put yourself in front of hundreds of people and auras kind of stick. Or a stick, yeah. you know, and, and that's why it's very important to protect yourselves. And I, I constantly tell people when they tell me that stuff, like, yeah, something is something feels off, you know, but I have to do this because it's my business and I got to sell and, mm-hmm. you know, and I'm like, okay, that's fine. But what are you doing for you? Mm-hmm. Like, not just resting and taking a day off. I mean, like, how are you protecting yourself in front of these people? Yeah. Because you never know. You never know. They touch your, your products. Right. You bring it home with you. Like, all that is important. And I, I don't think a lot of people think about that stuff. Yeah. Especially when they're not in tune or maybe they don't believe. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's absolutely real. Yeah. And that's why I, that's another reason why I don't really like to do markets. Because it's just... The other people and stuff. You yeah. become vulnerable. You mm-hmm. become susceptible to pick up whatever energy or whatever, you know, thing is going on with that person and then you bring it home with you. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. it becomes a little bit scary in that sense. Yeah, it does. But yeah. as long as you know how to protect yourself while you're saying, I think you'll be fine, like, when you know how to do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. It takes a lot of learning and a lot of experience, I think, too. Yeah, I think so too, and I think, but on the other end too, I mean, if somebody does want to want to start it or, or pick it up, I think they can do that. Oh yeah, that's fine, mm-hmm. as long as you're doing something. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. better than nothing. Uh, yeah. is my opinion, but yeah, for sure. Yeah, indeed. Um, let me see. I have little notes just in case we. So we talked about your creative journey. Um. But I talk about like slow seasons, so the meaning of that is like kind of like a nod to whenever we're starting something and it's kind of moving slower for us than we'd like it to. Mm-hmm. Um, and for me, I always felt like like that secret magical space is actually in that slow season that you're experiencing because you can do like your magic or whatever in that moment and that's what people don't really realize that that slowness is there for a reason and it's actually a gift so whenever we experience like slower times in our business or just personally I think that's like a moment for us to like reflect and look inward and stuff so like for you have you experienced a lot of like slow 
parts of your business where you're like, oh man, it's not really picking up like I want it to. Yeah, um, yeah, for sure. There's been a lot of that, and yeah. um, and like you said, it, it is a gift. And mm-hmm. and going into this when I cre- when I decided mm-hmm. to actually make this a business, I I had to come to that reality of like my business is not gonna be like selling jewelry or selling Mm -hmm. you know candles that are in you know glass votives or anything like it's not like that Mm -hmm. it's something very sacred it's something very personal very private so I'm not gonna have busy seasons I'm gonna have like maybe when I release a new product and that's usually when I I have Mm -hmm. a, a ton of orders but in between those moments, it, it is very slow. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, going back, because it is a very private thing, and I feel like when somebody feels that they need something, right, um, that's fixed or worked with or charged for them specifically, that's when they will reach out. And yeah. so my business definitely is better online um, because somebody can, can do that in their private time they can look at my website and see okay this is what resonates with me and this is what I'm going to purchase um and yeah I get messages too like can you do this for me or can you do this like custom things yeah Mm -hmm. like or they'll just say like I need something custom like this is what I am looking for can you do something like that and Mm -hmm. then I'll do that and it's over Instagram but um there definitely is a lot of slow season though like I said I going into it I knew that my business was going to be a little bit different because I didn't want to just be selling crystals and and things that you can pick up in a lot of the local shops here um and other local businesses that that do you know a lot of markets and that's awesome that that's there for people Mm -hmm. who do want that I guess I can call it a quick fix because it's something that you can just go and pick it up and I do it too I go when I feel like I want a certain crystal I'll go down you know Mm -hmm. down and look for something but um for me, yes, there there is the slow seasons, and, and I accept that because I know that that's when I'm going to be able to do my own stuff mm-hmm. and not be able to right. just create for other people. Right. It's where I can, you know, go back to to what I need to work on, mm-hmm. um, even for myself and, you know, that just kind of get those creative juices flowing again, right, yeah. to, to where you can write down ideas of what you want to do and not necessarily to, to make money. To just right. make it because you want to provide that service for somebody. Mm-hmm. So yes, I, I definitely have them and and I am grateful for them. That's awesome. That's good to hear. Yeah. I know a lot of people struggle through those those slower times in their business and they feel like it's not working out for me. It's not happening for me. You know, I should just quit yeah. or I should just maybe not do this anymore. And then I also feel like sometimes, like, if it's super slow, like, for me, it's been very slow. Like, the last four months, like, Uh dead. Yeah. But I always feel like when that happens, it's also kind of like the universe telling you, like, you're not even supposed to be doing this. You're supposed to be doing this other thing, like, pivot. Like, you're ignoring this other thing that you're not doing that you should be doing. Now's the time to do it. Mm, So, like, for me, I've been wanting to go more into like service pattern design like wallpaper and stuff like that but i always keep putting it you know to the side like stop oh, i'll <laughs> stop do it when i have time that. yeah i'll yeah. do it when i have time or i'll you know i'll do it next month or next week mm-hmm. or yeah you know whatever my excuse is and these last few months have been so slow that i'm like it's you know it's just telling me like i need to be doing what i'm supposed to be doing because I've known for a long time, like, this is where 
you're supposed to be like for your art career like as a whole and I just haven't done it <laughs> and I've done a couple of designs here and there yeah but I'm like what's stopping me from doing like the whole collection I have four months of time that I could have been doing it you know yeah no I, so. I totally get you and and I have that too where I'm just like I could literally be doing that but I'm not mm -hmm. and you're right like and it's it's definitely the universe and kind of you know what I've said before like the universe does that it'll it'll keep nudging you and uh -huh. you know telling you and you're just like no I don't have time for that you know yeah, like yeah. or you, something you, will come up yeah as an excuse like for me okay then I had to get my car fixed because the the back part was it, I had gotten like a uh what's it called someone hit me I can't even think of the word right now rear end <laughs> yeah rear end <laughs> okay I'm gonna get that fixed yeah. and it took an entire month for something that should have been two days mm. so I had to deal with that and I had to keep calling them and I was wasting energy life happens man and I had my the rental car and blah 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 yeah and yeah so it's like all these little things pop up for as excuses to not do the thing that I'm supposed to be working on mm. so mm -hmm. I always feel like that happens but that's like that resistance that we feel almost like that limiting belief to like this resistance comes up because now oh, I have to take care of the car or I have to take care of what fill in the blank yeah and instead we should be working on our actual gifts and skills and what we have to bring to the table no you're so. you're totally right and I mean I'm, I'm thinking back like right now like yeah, there's a, there's a lot of excuses, but there's also just a lot of distractions. Uh-huh, distractions, um, yes. I, have a, I had, I should say, a full-time job, and I was with this company for nine years. Mm -hmm. And I started from the very bottom all the way up, and it, it's a corporate job, um, mm -hmm. very similar you know, to like what you've described in your, mm -hmm. your podcast. Mm -hmm. um, and I left it. Um, I switched roles. You know, there was actually last year I was a it, I had worked myself all the way up to supervisor role okay. and I had done that I was a, it was a, going a little over two years and I experienced um a death somebody on my team direct mm -hmm. literally on my team passed away and very young person um mm -hmm. yeah and it was <laughs> that was very hard on me and I knew that I, I tried to get back to where I was after that point oh yeah to that you know that successful person and you know I'm, I'm here for the company and you know yeah. and I like I said because I worked myself all the way up there and I couldn't and you feel like you should be there because you right your way up yeah and, and you've put in the time and the effort yeah and I, I can't tell you it, it was so hard Marsha like getting back to trying to get back to that person that I was before yeah. mm -hmm. this person passed away and and I wasn't very close to him but it made such a huge impact in my mm -hmm. life. Yeah. Like I can't, I can't even tell you, but, and so I switched long story short, I switched roles, um, yeah. thinking that that would help. And mm -hmm. it didn't, I was in this new role for like seven months and it just, nothing was clicking with the same company, the same mm -hmm. company, nothing was clicking, nothing was making sense anymore. Nothing mattered anymore. Mm -hmm. Nothing. I didn't care yeah. like about, Oh, okay. Yeah. This had a, has a deadline and, I would do it, but I was, there was no, your heart wasn't in, no, in it. Mm -hmm. No, it wasn't there anymore. I had no respect 
for for honestly the company anymore and not not the company but you know what i mean locally here the office because they have various offices around around the states but um i just like you said my heart wasn't in there anymore yeah i just didn't care um and i think a lot of it stemmed from because when when you're in a corporate environment and someone passes away and you would think certain things would be done to respect that person to honor that person Mm -hmm. To show everybody, like, hey, we cared, and they didn't, didn't really. happen the way that we, that are even my own team, right? Because we're like a little family, and right. it, it, it hurt. So that was a, that was a hard time for me because, like I said, I was, it was a full-time job, and, and I left it. So, what, September? Um, it, September was when I put my resignation in. And so I'm actually in that, like, where this is all this I'm doing. September? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, like, literally, I've just been out of my full-time job for, like, almost two months now. Oh, wow. Um, That's very recent, yeah. <laughs> taking a break. Yeah. And, and So uh, now you're just doing Flores and Antonio. That's all I'm doing oh, right wow. now, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but well, congrats. That's a huge step. <laughs> Thanks. That's a huge step, yeah. <laughs> Thanks. Um, but also, it, it's very... It, I don't, I'm not scary, but going back to like what we were talking about, about the, the distractions and the excuses is, uh-huh. so now it's, I'm doing renovations to the house because oh, I'm okay. like, okay, this is when I, I have the time now. Uh-huh. I don't have a full-time job. So now I can do the things that I've been wanting to do mm-hmm. to the house. Cause I, I purchased the home, uh, like four years ago on my own. So it's my house, but it's a, you know, it's a brick home. It's older. And okay. so it needs a lot of like, you know, TLC. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. So now that's like my distraction. And, and every day I'm like, okay, Mara, you need to go, go to your little, you know, your space and you need to do something. So I do my own rituals, but I haven't stepped into like, okay, you need to actually like now create something new. All those ideas that you wrote down, mm-hmm. like, start doing that I haven't done that yeah so that's kind of been my distraction lately is is the house and um getting all that kind of situated and then now we're going into the holidays and yeah oh I know and that's like a whole thing on its own yeah so (laughs) yeah that's that's my my right now I have a slow season yeah um coming out of Halloween, right? Because that's our, that's our holiday. Yeah. Um, that's when everybody wants all know, the witchy I shit, know. right? And then after that, they're just like, oh, wait till next year. I'll put this away now. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I'm, I'm kind of recovering from that because it was intense um, mm-hmm. doing the Hollows Eve out in Glendale, which was amazing. Um, oh, nice. That was awesome. And they had one, or they have one, excuse me, coming up in December, a Yule event. Oh, I but, saw that. Uh-huh. But I, I waited too long because I've been distracted with, you know, leaving oh. my job and stuff. So I, I'm not going to be at that market, but... Well, no, you know, for next year, though. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah, and they have one coming up in the spring, too, so I'll probably do that one. Because there, it was... It's different from the markets here in town where mm-hmm. here you have a variety of different creators, you know, and, and this is actually for witches. Yeah. It's witchcraft. I, I saw that and I was like, ooh, I like that. It's amazing. You should really definitely it's get so into that. How long is it? It's not that bad. <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> It's like an hour and a half. Um, well, so get this though. I'm going to do it different this time because I, my sister 
who is my one of my biggest supporters, um, my older sister and her daughter, my niece, mm-hmm. they came along with me and we, we stayed in a hotel the night before and then we went because oh, we nice. had to go and set up early in the morning for the market. But now when I when I think of, if I'm going to do it again, I'm going to definitely just drive up that same day. Yeah. Because now I know, okay, it's not really that bad. I can do it. I don't need to mm-hmm. come the night before. Um, but yeah. So that sounds like something I would do the night before. <laughs> Well, yeah, because it was my yeah. first huge market. Like, it was massive. There was hundreds of people there. It was amazing. Um, and I sold out. I sold everything. Oh, wow. Yeah, it that's, was that's really amazing. amazing. But, yeah, it was um, my first big market, and I was freaking out. Like, I hope I don't, like, run out of stuff, and I hope I sell everything. Or, you know, because then you, you start to tell yourself, like, what if nobody likes it, and what if nobody yeah, wants it? Yeah, that little it? voice. That yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um I definitely, and I hadn't finished everything. I still needed to slap some labels on a bunch of stuff the night before. So it worked out where we had the hotel and we were able to do all that, or I was able to do all that, the Mm -hmm. stuff that I needed to finish before the event. But going, like I said, the next time around, I think I'm just going to drive up that same day because it's really not that bad. That's not that bad. For me, I don't know. (laughs) Because I get like driving anxiety too. So I'm like, ugh, I don't know. That seems so far. Like, if it's half an hour, I'm like, okay, that's doable. An hour and a half, I'm like, ugh. It's a day trip, Marcia. But at the same time, (laughs) in California, when I was in the office still, Mm -hmm. like, in my day job, Mm -hmm. it would take me an hour and a half to get there. Okay. But it was a 45-minute drive, but with (laughs) California traffic, you know. (laughs) But it's really not that bad. And, like, it's actually better if you go that morning, I'm thinking, because traffic isn't that bad compared to like after five o'clock in phoenix where you have to go through phoenix awful and i i I don't like phoenix so (laughs) i don't like (laughs) i think so i think a lot of people my partner actually loves phoenix because there's more to do and i'm like whatever man there's more to do but there's i don't know i I don't like like the traffic and the the crowds like it's a lot more crowded it seems like so for sure it just seems like los angeles to me but the Arizona version. So. I guess. I'm, like I said, I've never been to LA. Yeah, you're I was telling out. you before we started. But <laughs> yeah. yeah, I've never been there. I have no idea what to compare it to. But yeah, I yeah. I never liked going to concerts up in Phoenix. I fucking hated when bands were only in Phoenix and had to make that drive up there. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah, and the people are... It's weird because it's Phoenix, so you don't think... like, But some, it, there's a different vibe. There is. There just yeah. fucking is. And you, I don't... I can't explain it, but there is. And you're like, I want to go home. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know, like, when we were planning to move out here, it's been two years since we've been here now, mm. but when we were planning to move out to Arizona, everyone was like, oh, you should move to Phoenix. I'm like, why? Then it's just like California all over again. Ugh, like, yeah. We don't want to be in California. Mm-hmm. That's hard moving. <laughs> I love Tucson. So, yeah, it's a hidden gem, and I think a lot of people think that there's nothing here, like it's just empty. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I'm like, well, I'll keep thinking that because then it's going to get overcrowded here. Right. Yeah, you don't want to be here. Don't, yeah, don't no, come here. Don't, don't, don't <laughs> come boring. here. So everyone listening, if you're not in Tucson, don't come here. Please don't come here. It's boring. There's nothing to do. <laughs> no, but it really is gorgeous. I love it, it here. It, you get everything. You have everything. And um, I remember, like, years ago... I, before I, I had my corporate job and before I did any of that, I was a, a hairstylist and makeup artist. And I used mm-hmm. to do weddings. I used to be a freelancer. and I, So you can just imagine all the places I would go oh, yeah. here in town mm-hmm. and, and around Tucson. But 
yeah, I, I would meet other people, you know, that they weren't from here and they were having their wedding here or their family wasn't here, you know, they're not mm -hmm. from here. So I would be doing like the mom's makeup, for example. And, oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, do you like Tucson? Yeah, I fucking love it. Like you yeah. get a little bit of everything. And and I always said if I ever move away, I would come back. Like, yeah. Because you do, you have everything. It's it's hot. And if you want like to experience fall weather, you can just drive up to Mount Lemon. Yeah, or, and a lot of people think that it's only hot here like it's right that's the only weather you get here I'm yeah like, like i still work with my corporate job and i'm remote so mm -hmm. like all the california people still message me like so is it hot over there still i'm like no like i'm wearing a jacket right now because it's freezing <laughs> like, yeah, the but, morning, then, it's yeah but then you go down to university and everybody's in shorts and yeah no, I'm right now, you're yeah. just like uh. yeah <laughs> How are you not cold? I know. Uh, even right now, I'm like, I'm a little bit chilly. Like, why am I only wearing one, like, one yeah, layer? Yeah, yeah, for sure. But, yeah, it's not hot all the time. I don't know why everyone thinks that. Yeah, it's not. And uh, I went to Portland a few years ago, and this is before COVID. So Portland is not, like, what it was when I went, sadly. Mm -hmm. But the culture is so similar to Tucson. Like, I loved it yeah. so going there and coming back like i see it now like i see what that culture that you know when you go downtown and you feel that certain energy right yeah. uh -huh. it's very similar or to what portland was yeah. um i've never know. been so i don't know I've, i mean i watched portlandia have you seen that show <laughs> i haven't i have not seen that it's hilarious um, i've heard I've, I've heard for sure but no i haven't seen it um no, I've always wanted to go to Portland, and yeah, it was it's a gorgeous place, and it's too bad with what happened during COVID, and even now. Because yeah, that's what I've heard. I mean, I haven't been, so I don't know. But yeah. I mean, I haven't been to California since we moved either, but I've heard mm. LA looks like Skid Row everywhere now, mm. which is awful, so mm -hmm. that's sad. Yeah, I mean, and even here in Tucson, we've experienced it a yeah, little bit, but I've it's seen definitely more not as bad. Definitely than when we first moved. Yeah. Oh yeah, all the camps everywhere, and it's yeah, sad. But it is sad. yeah, that's that's basically what I was told. Portland is. I had a friend oh, that wow. went recently, and I was like, oh, okay, here. I gave them all the sites and where to go, and they're like, yeah, we couldn't go anywhere like to mm -hmm. a lot of those places because it's closed off or yeah. taken over. It's really sad, but yeah. but yeah, um, it definitely Tucson is very similar to what Portland was, and and I love that. Like, yeah. who doesn't want that culture? Because Portland's amazing. It's fucking weird, but it's awesome. Like I loved it. So. Yeah, I know. Here you get pretty much everything and every type of personality. Every, just everything. It's like a big mix. Like yeah, a mixing pot, which I like. Yeah, just a bit. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Mm -hmm. So okay, so you mentioned like this is now what two months into doing this full time. Mm -hmm. So what's like your big overall vision? Do you have anything that you? that you really see like going towards if that makes sense like your your business no <laughs> not really <laughs> you're just kind of seeing like what develops yeah and... I mean I'm kind of just going with with the flow I don't like to force things I don't like to because I feel like that's when we we lose ourselves and we're yeah. just like when we feel like there's an, a certain expectation of like okay now you're you're not working what are you gonna do like, yeah. you know, and, and that's fine. I, I get that. It's fair because I would ask the same thing, right, if it was somebody else. But um, I don't like to force things. Yeah. I, I like for things to come naturally, organically. Um, and I don't really have a vision right now. It's just basically 
I'm trying to, I guess right now is preparing for the holidays. Um, that's when things start to kick back up when, when people are trying to look for something to, to gift. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I'm trying to think of like what I can do. Um, maybe some like bundles or sets or something like that. So it's easier. Mm -hmm. Um, but that's pretty much it right now. Um, going into 2023, I, I don't really have any, any visions, any plans on where this business is going to go. And I like where it is right now. Yeah. I like that it's slow. I like that there's just a certain, um, there's a certain type of person that mm -hmm. purchases and these aesthetically things. it all goes together. Like your packaging, like I always look at little details like that. Like sure. Whenever I yeah. purchase stuff, like your packaging, everything's like cohesive. Like it looks very thought out and very intentional. And there's nothing like by mistake. Like it's all your branding is. Thank you. Yeah. Great. Yeah. yeah. No, that that that, and that's exactly what I what I wanted going into this. I I definitely wanted it to to have the same color scheme, and I I don't like to throw in too much in there. Um because I, I like it to be very simple. Um, and I, there is that natural kind of tone, but also the black and, and white and the black mm -hmm. and ivory. Those are my favorite colors, but that's not why I do that. But it's because I feel like most of the time with the workings that people need is, is neutral where you get your white candles or your ivory candles because you can put anything into those types of that color, right? right, right. And then black is for protection because most of the time, most people need protection from right. something. So um, that's why I, I decided to just have those colors specifically in my work. And yeah, I'll throw in like rose gold or green or something like that too. And then the herbs and whatnot. But yeah, but yeah, it definitely was my goal to have the packaging go with the products. And yeah, everything is thought out. Like yeah. the notes, the the even the stickers. Like I'm like, okay, would that person like the sticker, or would they like the sticker? Like, I don't just grab and okay, I gotta put this together and yeah, get it yeah. out. Like, I like to take my time yeah. with everything. And and why wouldn't you want that, right? Yeah. When you're receiving it, you're just like, wow, like it's important. It's special. Somebody spent their money on this. Like I'm gonna put a, everything into yeah, it because exactly. I don't want to lose that that spark i don't want to lose that special feeling that someone gets yeah when they have a package i want them to know everything was thought out yeah and just, and I, I love not just a mass I production those, of yeah. like you know okay i gotta whip these orders and out those are always the businesses that really right stick in my mind too like when i open up a package mm. i'm always like oh wow they actually thought about even like the tissue paper or like how it's gonna look when something. you open yeah. it yeah yeah for sure so a lot of times you know like you'll buy something on amazon they'll just throw it in there you yeah know, you don't want that amazon feeling you know yeah and so. there's been other like there's this one company in in phoenix actually um i'm not gonna say the name but <laughs> i ordered something and i'm like you know because i love the way their instagram looks and everything is is definitely my style and i purchased something and it was actually going to be a gift for for one of my friends um and it came and it looked like they just threw it in there. Oh. Like, and I'm just like, are you kidding me? Like you have so, and, and I get it. Right. Cause when you get to a certain point, everything does get, get, it get, becomes harder to personalize things. Right. Um, yeah. because they do, they have a huge following. It's massive. Yeah. Um, they're actually really popular in California and LA. Mm -hmm. Um, but it was just, 
it, it took that spark away. Yeah. You know? Because I'm like, wow, I really was expecting... it was like that missed opportunity. Yeah. I was really hoping it was going to be something a little bit more special and like, I don't know. I just had this certain expectation and yeah. I was disappointed. I mean, I love the, the stuff that I bought, um, but it was just like, wow, that sucks. Like, yeah. you know, I, and I, I don't want to lose that. I don't yeah. want to get to that point. So that's kind of why I like where my business is, that there's just a certain type of person that's going to purchase it when they need it. Um, and, and it can be slow. It doesn't yeah. have to be something where I expect that, oh, I'm going to have a shop one day. And I can't imagine getting to that point, like having to own a shop. But I mean, and who knows? It, it, it could happen. Though. Yeah, yeah. You never know. It could happen. But right. I just, I don't envision that right now. Mm -hmm. I, I definitely just see it as the way that it is right now. And, and it, it, it kind of matches to what it, it is to what historically, you know, when you're, you're trying to get a trabajo or a limpia, it's always like, call that lady, like yeah. call, uh -huh. you know, can you call her and see if she's available? And it was always just like that, like whenever you needed it. Um, not so much that it's there if you want to go and buy it, like, and I can just right, go drive right, and get right, it. Yeah. Right. Um, I like that, that personal aspect of true. like, I remember growing up in, in California, there was this one local witch, but he wasn't, no, no one knew who he was. Like, yeah. But they knew. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that mm -hmm. type of thing. Yeah. Yeah, you don't know so, this person you don't personally. Know them, but you know yes, who they are. You, yeah. Yes. Uh-huh. So, and he was friends with, like, me and my mom. And I think that's also why my family's like, oh, Marcia and Martha are witches. <laughs> yeah, they so affiliate with, with Martha. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. So, Marcia and Martha are witches and stuff. And I'm like, we don't, okay, whatever. <laughs> so, mm -hmm. But we were friends with that guy. And so we'd go and visit him sometimes and stuff. And he'd be with, like, his customers and stuff. And I was younger. I think I was, like, maybe... 12 13 14 ish so i didn't know too much about like everything he was doing but i knew sort of mm -hmm. but he would always tell me like like you're a very powerful witch and i'm like well i'm not even a witch what are you mm -hmm. talking about okay mm -hmm. i don't know but he just kept telling me i'm like oh, okay like this guy's weird like he keeps telling me i'm a witch but i'm not <laughs> and then when i started working at starbucks years later i think i was how old was i 20 I think because it was after college yeah 22 uh -huh. and I think it was my first day on the job it was me and this guy who I'm not gonna name names but um yeah but he told me like oh nice to meet you you're a witch and I was like what <laughs> what are you talking okay. about and he's like no I know you are hmm. and I was like okay this is weird but I just kept being told that until I finally like just when I was reading that book too recently more recently um, the Green Witch book. I was yeah. like, yeah, you know, why am I not tapping into this more if it's part of who I am? And and it, I can see it in my own family and stuff too. And I was telling my friend who I worked with, she just left her job. But um, I told her, like, you're, I think you're a witch too. And like witches always find each other somehow. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I don't know how or why, but you just always, you know, that's why I'm like, oh. No, it's You're true. Here on my bench. It's like, true. I don't know how that happened, but here, here we, we are. are. <laughs> no, it's true. It's totally true. Yeah. And, and when I when I opened up and when I kind of I guess came out, um, <laughs> more people were like, "I knew it. Like, oh, yeah. why didn't you do this before? Yeah. Like, you know, people that knew me in high school and you know, yeah, we knew this already. Yeah. Like, what the hell? Like, we're surprised that you weren't doing any of this sooner, or yeah. you know, that you came out with it earlier. And yeah, even throughout the years, like. 
you know, especially when the time that me and my partner were separated and I would, I was with somebody and they would say like, you're a witch, aren't you? Like you do stuff, huh? And I'm like, yeah. no, I don't do anything. And like, <laughs> and I wasn't like totally tapping into it. But I'm like, how the fuck do they know that? Like, yeah. you know, I like, know, you get that, like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. When I'm like alone, I'm like, how the fuck did they know that? Yeah. Like, I didn't say anything, you know, but yeah, you, you find you find your people, I yeah. guess, right? Mm-hmm. And, yeah, and in this, I've definitely discovered, you know, obviously the people that purchase from me, but also the people that are just supporting me. Mm-hmm. And they know, like, yeah, like, you know, you, you, you find similarities with people just like you and I, like, yeah. where we now have our similarities. And, yeah, like you said, here we are now. Um, you have, you build that, not a coven, but, like, you you it's that sense of community of yeah. like I can trust mm-hmm. this person because right. I know that they believe in that and they practice it and they're not gonna laugh at me and think I'm some kind of weird sure <laughs> yeah know? and yeah you're you're it's actually authentic mm-hmm. it's not just somebody going to you oh, know trendy. the store yeah, yeah they're not yeah. you know going to Target and waiting for Halloween to purchase yeah. all the stuff right it's yeah. not that mm-hmm. um it's definitely that they are actually authentic and that they grew up with it or whether they were introduced to it later on mm-hmm. it's just in them yeah for sure we find we find each other yeah. right yeah it's interesting <laughs> It is interesting. Are we twins? <laughs> no, not. But we definitely have similarities. That's funny. We even have the same hair, kind of. Like, kind of, yeah. Yours is just on one side. Oh, yeah, huh? it's, on, it's on one side. But I'm like, when you send me the picture, I'm like, are we gonna look? <laughs> you know, it's funny because my my stylist, like I told you, um, I had blue and then it faded yeah, out, and I, I waited too before. long to see her in. I was like, I think we should just leave it white. And yeah. I know she was disappointed. <laughs> um, but I have it in my bangs too. Yeah. Um, they're just, I'm wearing a beanie right now, so you can't see it. But um, I kind of, now I'm like, oh, I kind of want to change it again. <laughs> like, not just because, you know, uh, we have the similarities, but just because I, I don't know, I kind of want to change it now. I like it. But that's how I am. I was, I was a stylist before, so. I like it. I like it. I like it. You have the same thing. <laughs> I know, but I think that obviously we have similar styles, Mm -hmm. so like that's just in, I guess, the not trend, but what would you call it? Like aesthetic style? Like, I don't know. Because my stylist is the same way. When I met her, she had her hair, half of her head was all white. I probably would do half, but. Oh, and right. then that's the other so half is all black. And yeah. so, like, we have the same... And that's why I was attracted to her and when mm-hmm. I found her because I liked her style. Like, yeah. it was very similar to me. And Yeah. But, yeah, our plan... The last time I left, um, her chair was in... Shit, when was it? September? And I told her, like, yeah, I think I'm going to do half and half. Mm-hmm. So, like, <laughs> But I don't think so now. I, I kind of feel like I just want to go all dark again and get rid of it. Oh, yeah. I get we'll like see. that, too, sometimes. But yeah. Like, but I spent so much money on it. <laughs> it happens. Uh, yeah. Okay. So, to wrap things up, because we're going into an hour. We've been talking a long time. <laughs> I just saw that. But, um, <laughs> let me see. What else was I going to ask you? Oh yeah, any upcoming events or projects or any, I know you don't do markets very often, but if you have anything coming up, do you want to tell people about any plans? Let me think. Um, yeah, so markets, no, um, unless it's that huge witchcrafted one because I sold out at that one. <laughs> yeah, so that's um, like in spring, right? Yeah, so, there's yeah. one in the springtime, um, 
but before then it's just the the holiday sets that I'm trying to work out right now and get everything you know because I like to think like well if it was me what would I want to buy mm-hmm. so I'm I'm kind of putting that together so I can release that um right in time for the holidays so that'll probably be in the next two weeks or so um I recently dropped off a huge wholesale order at Rustic Candle um they're not labeled but they're there it's my pyramid candles my virgin mary candles oh i love the virgin mary candles they're awesome um and what else did i drop off over there oh the little witch um hats okay so i dropped the candles yeah the little candles Mm -hmm. um they're all beeswax they're not soy um so those were just dropped off like i don't know maybe two weeks ago so they probably have those but again they're not labeled mm-hmm. so they're probably just you know i don't know where in their little bookcases but so that's at rustic candle that's at rustic candle on fourth so okay. those are there right now but that's pretty much it i don't really have any any other plans just to to get these sets out um put them on the site and yeah go from there okay well check out rustic candle then everyone who's listening rustic candle on fourth Avenue, right? Yeah, it's on 4th. I think it's right next to um, Bison Witches. Oh, okay. And they're they're the black beeswax and the ivory beeswax. So, okay, so get yourself some candles and support a local artist, a local business. And even Rusty Candle's local, so. Might yep, well, yep. Right? They've been there local. for everybody. Yeah, I mean, yeah. we purchased their, I purchased there since I was in high school. So, yeah, um, definitely a staple in I've town. Ever- gone in actually now that I you think about would it, love it i'm gonna have to go beautiful gorgeous candles and the owner she makes the, her candles too out in the back oh, and their nice. beeswax okay but yeah they she supports a bunch of local people like raises 420 also sells um her candles there as well and um so if you ever want to check those out too those are awesome um but yeah so mine are, are definitely just the black and ivory and they're good for for like a quick ritual so think of like when you're trying to do like a protection spell or um anything for for white you know that you would associate that with you would you would pick those up and um you can use for your rituals and they're really quick um to burn so yeah if you ever feel that you need that it's there okay at rustic candle (laughs) (laughs) and any like shout outs or anyone that you want to say hi to not really (laughs) not right now okay (laughs) no shout outs sorry guys (laughs) all right well thanks for listening everyone um oh wow it's even turning red showing me that we're running out of time or what anyway so go (laughs) go check out rustic candle for your Okay, thank you everyone for listening. I got cut off. Um, and I want to thank again Myra from Claude Sin Retonio for being here today. And go ahead and check her all her stuff on Instagram and on her website. And again, I'll put those links in the episode notes and in the blog post that's going to be up. Um, so yeah, thank you. Thanks so much, Marsha. appreciate it. Thanks. Thanks for listening to Slow Seasons, a podcast to nurture the creative journey. This has been a Marsha Baron Design Studio production. You can 
check out my work on marshabarondesign.com and follow me on Facebook and Instagram at marshabarondesign. You can also check out more about this podcast on marshabarondesign.com forward slash slow seasons podcast and follow us on Instagram at slow seasons podcast. Thanks.